Hey, welcome to Lady Overlander Radio. Tonight we have Anna Pinto of Go Treads on the show. Stay tuned. Grab your favorite drink, whether it's a coffee, cocktail, or tea, and get ready. It's Ladies Night on Lady Overlander Radio. Lady Overlander Radio is sponsored by Artemis Overland Hardware, Midland Radio, Go Treads, Overland Spices, Wildland Coffee, Timbo Tusk, The More Expo, and Adventure Trail Outfitters, maker of the Overland Shower. Want to support Team Lady Overlander Radio in the 2023 Rebel Rally? You can donate to our cause on GoFundMe. Search Lady Overlander Radio, Rebel Rally 2023, and donate. Yes, yes. Shameless plug. Please donate, please. We could use the help. Thank you. <laughs> okay, that's all out of the way. How you doing, Anna? I'm great. How are you guys? Good, good. We're doing pretty well. Uh, my husband and I are closing on our new house tomorrow, so we're excited about that. That's awesome. Yep. So, Finally. Yes. But that feels great. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. We're going to be a little more centrally located so we can go pretty much in any direction we want to go travel to. So very excited about that. And let's see what else. Just had a birthday. I just turned um, 29. I'm going with that. Marla came over for dinner and stuff. That was a lot of fun. And uh, what else have you guys been up to this week? What have you been doing this week, Arla? Working for a living. I haven't won the lottery yet, so I got to keep going uh, back, right? Yep. Yep. <sighs> How's we your week, Banana? Tate Davis from Oland Spices and Erin oh. from Lady Otoya. Hey, everybody. Hey. Yes. Uh, let's see. Working this week, doing all the adulting things and whatnots and blah. There's Amy from LOT. She's in the house, too. Amy. They come to support their girl. because yeah. Amy loves her some Anna. I know it. She's, I just, she's what you call a promoter. So mm-hmm. I love that. You can always count on Amy to be in your corner. Whatever okay. you need, you might need to be picked up from somewhere. Get at that. Or oh, yeah. help on the trail. Yeah. So she's, she's a good person to have in your pocket. She's amazing. That's right. And Jared she's our, uh, here from Shop Overland Apparel. Jared. Merch, baby. Oh, yeah. Congratulations on setting the date for your yes. wedding, Jared. Yes. Yes. Married. Got yeah. Chad Cliffin on here. Nice. Oh yes. Oh, we love you, Amy. <laughs> All right. So we got a lot of people in the house tonight. That's awesome. Thank you guys for watching. Yes. So Anna, why don't you go ahead and give the audience a little background on yourself for those of the okay. those of the people that are watching that don't know you? Okay. Awesome. Well, name is Anna. Pinto. So GoTreads is our family company. My dad invented the product back in 1975. It's first manufactured in 1991. So it's literally older than me. Um, I grew up with them. I mean, we all had them in our vehicle. Um, I didn't honestly use them a ton of times, but now having come with the company full-time almost a year now, so almost a year full-time, I've learned a lot in that time. And I've also just discovered a whole new world, you know, of adventuring and camping and, and off-roading, sometimes to my chagrin. Um, I love my Tacoma. So there have been some moments where I was like, is this really the direction I want to go uh, with my life? But it's been so rewarding. 
just the people and all the good stuff. So I've just really enjoyed a big shift. I used to be in food service management. So going over into a totally different world has been, wow, what a 180, right? (laughs) So... And so you do customer relations for GoTreads, correct? Is that your responsibility, yeah. your primary? Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah. anybody has any warranty claims or any problems or questions or anything like that, they they talk to you, correct? Yep. Yep. Awesome. So that's but that fun. never that's really happens. So. <laughs> You're very bored. I kind of am sometimes. But, not, you know, if anybody's, like, bored during the day, feel free to give me a call, the 1-800 number, and you can make up questions or we can actually talk about, you know, whatever. So I'd be more than happy to chatted up with you so very cool well we want to thank go for coming on as one of our sponsors and sponsoring us in the 2023 rebel rally we really appreciate that yes absolutely so, we're excited we're, for you that's going to be quite an experience i'm sure you're having maybe mixed feelings or are we like 100 excited about that um excited but terrified yes, yes. <laughs> a little bit so it was pretty cool though. I went to a local uh, outdoor store today and spoke to the, one of the managers and she talked to us about that. There's some um, outdoor navigation classes that they offer there. So I'm going to sign up for one of those and some wilderness safety and stuff like that, just to kind of, you know, get that little bit of background and experience. And Arla's already a, you know, badass off-roader. So I'm not worried about the driving part too much. But, you know, I think that I think that we're going to be ready. We're going to train up as much as we can. And I think it's going to be a great experience. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, again, very new to the world. But even just the things that I've seen, the videos I watch, it just it blows my mind, honestly, because I, you know, coming from more of a conventional world, not only is it a whole new world, but just what it takes to kind of be in this, even if you're just doing it for fun. I've just been so blown away by just the grit that people have and and the fun they have doing it is always Mm -hmm. the thing that really kind of baffles me because I'm still in the, like, this is all new and I'm terrified of everything. And what was that sound? And it's not going to be super expensive to fix. Do I need to fix something? I'm going through my head with all these scenarios. Right. And I'm just with these people are just bold and and send it. I know what that means now to know, (laughs) you know, even six months ago, I was like, so what? Like, is it, you know, cause again, it's, (laughs) <laughs> so I, it's been it's been kind of a sharp learning curve for me so but so fun and it just what a great crowd of people very you know very divergent in a lot of ways for sure um chuck ball says that we need to take a cpr and first aid class well we are doing Whoa. um that already chuck so that's already in the works so absolutely true yep one of our other sponsors switchback outdoor safety is sponsoring a free mm-hmm. two-on-one class for us. So we're going to cover all kinds of things from recovery to first aid to nice. trauma care to wilderness safety, everything. So and that way excited. you know you won't need it because if you take the class and you're kind of almost guaranteed, well if I have the knowledge, I won't need to use it. So right. it's a double, double well, Misty's the next coasting and stuff, so I'm not worried about bleeding yeah. out on the trail or anything, you know? <laughs> I, I can treat a sucking chest wound and everything Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Chad Clifton says, what vehicle are y'all using for the rally? Chad, the Jeep, bro. This year. On, uh, this year. We'll see this how this year, year goes. Yeah. If we decide we're to be crazy enough to do it next year, then That's we'll right. use the Toyota. So. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So let's, speaking of rigs, let's talk about your rig here. Let me put your picture oh, up here. Me oh, yeah. And oh, a puppy. Man. Yes. Truck. Yeah, I forgot. I was looking at the truck. Sorry, my bad. 
So tell us about your rig build. What do you well, have in there? Um, like I said before, just totally new to all this. I've had that Tacoma. It's a 2009. I think I've had it ooh, roughly around maybe eight years now. And when I originally got it, it was red. Um, I had yeah. re I had had a 2003 that my brother had gifted to me. So that's kind of where the Tacoma love started. And then when that beautiful thing was wrecked, which was such a tragedy, I remember side story. So backstory of Tacoma love. So 2003, I'm driving to work. It's 5:30 in the morning. It's kind of rainy and cold. It's in December, January timeframe. So I was like, you know, trying to be cautious and I'm just going on my way. It's 5.30 in the morning. And I'm going through this intersection, it's green, but then coming from the other direction is someone who's trying to turn left. And so I guess neglected to realize there was no green arrow. It was just a green light. So he tries to turn and I'm coming on just, you know, going to work. And I remember the impact. And my first thought was, oh, I hope that can be fixed because I love this mm, truck, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Manual, the cutest little first gen Tacoma. And so I start skidding sideways, just praying that it'll be fixed. Not worried about like myself or anything. I just want my truck to be fixed. And then <laughs> we hit this curb thing and my truck like tips over onto its side into a light uh, pole. And then oh I go, my goodness. Nope. She's done. And then I'm sitting there hanging like in my seatbelt, like, how am I going to get out of here? Right? It's just a funny thing. <laughs> go through your mind when you're going through like a car accident Lomo. things so i got out and that was uh, my jokingly first question of the fire fireman was like do you think we can get this fixed and they're kind of looking at it go i i you might be able to buff some of that out but uh, i don't think so and so that, yeah. <laughs> and then I, like, I go to a toyota dealership when i'm still raw with emotion of this great loss of experience and Man, they like went in for the jugular and like, we had the perfect Tacoma for you. Like, you don't even know me from Adam, but it's fine. And they're like, it's red, it's got a lift on it, and we're not even going to charge you extra. Like, the pre and it's the whole idea of a spiel, they spiel. And I walk out, and they said red. And I was like, oh, like red? Really? I, I love, love red. red. Not on my truck. Like, I want to, like, you know, I don't know. So I got Love at First Sight. It's a tra traditional story of like, I love this thing. Obviously, we had on my price range. It didn't matter. I was in love. So I drive it home and I kind of have that buyer's remorse of, like, what have I done? You know? <laughs> um, yeah. So worth it. So worth it. It, it, was, it. Now it's paid off. Now all's fine and well. But another tragic story. I'm driving to Oklahoma in November of 2020, 19. Don't remember. Anywho, driving down, get a deer. And I was the first kid. The first like, oh no, I hope that can be fixed. And that wasn't so bad. It was the point at which I then hit the guardrail and then kind of like all down the side of the truck. And I was like, oh, no. Okay. So we'll fast forward through all the gory details of recovery there. But it was able to be fixed. I bought it back from the insurance company. It was almost all cosmetic damage. I was like, great. I never liked red anyway. And so we got it fixed. I ended up, it drove around for three, probably three months with a red truck. A silver fender and a white door. So that was epic. No bumper because that got a <laughs> And I was like, time for upgrades, right? And so that's what began the whole build. Uh, first was with the vinyl wrap to make it one color. Then we got the fender flares and then the bumper. And you know how it just kind of, you know, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the, the deer kept your bumper as its souvenir or something? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it kept her or she kept it, but yeah. it was really famous oh. for her. They so probably joined say, together forever. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my justification for the build. And then again, due to industry, 
I'll do this, this, and this, and then I'll be done. It doesn't work like that. No, it absolutely does not. Um, so I've been, I fully embraced the rabbit hole and we're just going to just keep on going, going down. It. Yes. Yes. And in fact, she's in the shop right now, unfortunately not for pretty fun stuff, which is what I prefer. It's, it's more of the, it's 270,000 miles and some of the things are starting to creak and not work like they're supposed to. So yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. that. You yeah. got to do that. So I just did a tire rotation and balance and a, oil change and everything else the other day. So I get it. Gotta All the things. Yep. I just got in new control arms, looking yep. at brakes tonight, upgrading the brakes. Oh yeah. Never Always ends. Just take <laughs> my money, man. <laughs> right. Take it all. Oh yeah. Lee from LOTs in the house. Lee. Hey, hello. Awesome. So what is your favorite place to camp? that you've been to so far? Since you said you've kind of gotten into all that recently. Right. What do you think your favorite place is so far? Well, you know, honestly, if it was to put it into a category, I just love the forest. I've always loved the forest, actually. And so discovering this whole world of camping in the forest and just really fully embracing that experience has been like coming home for me. And I haven't done a lot of traveling and camping, I will admit. Most of my traveling has been, you know, limited to, to doing the Overland shows and it kind of being more of like the on face, you know, so I haven't really gotten to really get into the extreme camping, which is on the list, mm -hmm. uh, but Arkansas. So first of all, Arkansas has always felt like home to me. That's where I was born. I just, I love trees. I love the hills. I love just pretty much everything about it, minus like seed ticks and chiggers. They can... Yeah, you know, we can leave yeah. them out of it, but you know, Copperhead's not a fan of any of that. No, no, you know, it's a, you gotta, it's a trade off. Uh, but anyway, so Arkansas is has been just amazing. The Ozark National Forest, we got to do that Lady Overlander ride there in that mm -hmm. time, and I just man, give me the trees. So I'm really looking forward to experiencing more trees. Uh, oak has kind of been my world up until this point, and cottonwood being from Kansas, but you know. But yeah, I just yeah. I love I love the national forests. I love what they have to offer uh, because again, you can do the dispersed camping, uh, but it's just so many options, so many different roads and kind of roads, and it's just it's just a beautiful beautiful place to explore and be with friends. That was an element I didn't I didn't anticipate. You know, I've kind of been a lone ranger most of my life for mm -hmm. one reason or another. So finding a community and a tribe and people to adventure with together has mm -hmm. honestly been an even like bigger uh, benefit and just a reward for me. You know, I love the trees, but you, you put something you love about nature and you do with people that you're falling in love with because they're passionate about the same thing. Like that's just been so cool. So rewarding. Uh, just ultimately fulfilling experience. And Sometimes it's like the most unlikely people that, you know, I probably mm -hmm. would have met. I, I know I never would have crossed paths with unless they came to Chick-fil-A and came to the drive-thru. Probably would have crossed their path then. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't get to know them in the drive-thru. It's like 10 seconds. See you later. Have a great day. My pleasure. Um, so, yeah, I just really enjoyed Arkansas for the people and for the land. And I'm just looking forward to just expanding that circle and seeing what else and who else might be out there. So Yeah, definitely. I know that we uh, we hung out. You you came to the fee the she served two female veteran camp and ride. Yep. And we camped out for a few days with Oscar Mike Overland, and then we did a nice trail ride. And mm -hmm. I believe your your Toyota did just fine. I think Gloria oh, yeah. lost some uh, steps on the side. I think, she did. but she yeah. Did. 
Well, you know, it's crazy that, about that, too, because, again, I love this truck probably more than I should. And every time I'm hitting the, don't do the, what do they call it, pick your line, or I pick the wrong line, or don't pick a line at all and just see what happens. Um, I'm hearing and everything. Wing it. I know. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, you know, I'm feeling everything in my soul. And I'm behind Gloria, and I'm seeing things flying off her vehicle. And I was like, and afterwards, Ooh. I asked her, I was like, are you okay? She goes, what are you talking about? That was fun. I was like, <laughs> What? And, and anyway, so just again, just that adventurous spirit and, you know, the, you know, it'll be fine. We can get it fixed. And then her response, I loved it. So classy goes, ah, I was wanting to replace those anyway. So kind of. And I was going to build new ones. She, yep. she, she just built her, her own. own. Build new ones. That's Completely right. yeah. an excuse to do so. Yep. She was happy. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So a lot of cool experiences, memorable, memorable moments uh, during that trip for sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was awesome. It was great so meeting great. fellow female veterans. It was great oh, yeah. hanging out with such an awesome group of people. We oh. had some great talks around the campfire. I really, really yeah. enjoyed it. The campfires, though, I, you know, I've I've always enjoyed bonfires, campfires, any kind of fires. Might be pyro. It's undiagnosed. Uh, but what's so cool about, you know, sitting in a group of people around a fire, again, some of them vir literal strangers, some virtual strangers, and some people you think you know really well, but you sit around a campfire and just, just something happens, and it's just a beautiful experience. It's just, I love it. So There's real. one of the veterans. Hey, Amanda. Hey. Yeah. Hey, Amanda. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Danny. Oh, and Amanda. Like no door, okay, you know, we're going through the Arkansas drought of 2022, dust Girl. everywhere. And this woman, she just taken off everything. She's like, I don't care. And she was covered yeah, in dust, smiling the whole time, taking everything in stride. And and so, oh man, just so cool. Love it. Yeah. So dusty. She, she earned a pretty cool nickname while she was there. Oh, so. Lord. <laughs> yes, she did. Yeah. Uh, it was a great time. I had a really, really fun time. We definitely have to do it again. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about GoTreads, the company. How did it, how was it started? You know, how long you guys been rolling out these amazing traction boards? Right. Well, like I said before, it was, uh, my dad invented it in 1975. Mm -hmm. He invented it. You know, they talk about when you're in, in the looking for either start a business or create a product, you know, find a need and meet it. And literally that's what he did. He was living in Illinois at the time, driving a little, Two door or four door sedan, two wheel drive. You know, all of I wasn't born yet. It was just oh gosh, only one of my brothers was born uh, at that point, and he basically was just getting tired of trying to get out of his driveway and getting stuck because he would spend you know all morning long before work shoveling it all off, and then pretty soon here comes the you know the plow truck wow. and plow the road, and where does that snow go? All back, yeah. Um, so he's like, yeah. There's got to be a way that I could just make something to just get through this. Those are not his exact words I'm paraphrasing here. Because I wasn't around. I didn't hear the story live because I wasn't doing it. Anyway, right. Even a twinkle in his eye at that point. Yeah. 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 He, he was just tired of getting stuck in the snow. And he goes, I can't be the only one out there. Anyway, so he, I mean, he's <laughs> always been an engineer. So he thinks in, in these like numbers and he's always strategizing something or other and drawing it out by hand. And there's a lot of math involved and also know my cup of tea so anyway so he drew it out and you know then life happens he's working a full-time job he gets relocated to arkansas where 
you know, years later, you know, because I'm really young. Years, 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 years later, I'm born. Um, I won't disclose the year. Anyway, so then, you know, working a full-time job. By this point, there's four of us kids at home. And so trying to fund a new product, get the patent. I believe the patent was one of the, the biggest steps in the process. Not only the, the cost of a patent, but just the process in and of itself. And this is even back in the 90s. By this time, he's, you know, it's about 19... 91 was when the first product was manufactured. So don't quote me in on those dates, but just the process of that, trying to get funding, looking for investors, you know, managing a full-time job, managing four children, two of them boys. It was a, yeah. it was a lot going on, a lot going on. So anyway, long story short, I finally was able to get that product released. And at that time, it was a little bit smaller. It's actually what we call our moto treads now. So it's like this wide, maybe this long. Again, originally designed for passenger vehicles and everyday drivers that are just, you know, driving around town. So then mm -hmm. probably early 2000s, he realized that lots of other vehicles also need them, specifically fleet operators and talking semi-trucks. And then uh, the military, their tires are a little bit bigger um, than just a little mm -hmm. toilet and on, right? And so he redesigned it, made it wider, uh, made the treads deeper, bigger, all these things. And so that was in the early 2000s. And yeah, let's see, where was it going with that? So that's when it, you really, it, the company yeah. really started picking up momentum and kind of growing. And then you got yeah. into the off-road community as well. Yes. And that was another big milestone uh, for us because, again, we didn't know this whole world even existed. It was actually my older brother, Aaron, who was like, hey, there's a market for this product in this thing called overlanding and off-roading. And all of us, you know, looked at him like, oh, is that, and what? And then, who? And then, you know, my dad... A little bit skeptical at first. He kind of didn't catch that same vision. He was really thinking more toward those larger accounts, the fleet operators, and again, the military, and we were blessed to be able to get a contract with them. So, you know, still working all those angles. And then my brother's like, hey, let's let's try this. And so we did. And it has been, that is really what just kind of took things off the chart as far as just that exposure and the usability of them it's just been yeah crazy i think it's been right around seven years now we've been officially kind of like approaching this market and, and throwing the product out there to folks and it's been really awesome and honestly that's a lot of why i was able to come full-time on the company um so that's been really cool and also you know for us kids you know getting to see my mom and dad finally we'd like to say they're slowing down but they're really not but anyway just to see their dream really come to fruition and ultimately, uh, see people's lives made better. Um, you know, whether it be they're just out there adventuring, it gives you peace of mind. Whether it is, you know, your mom in a minivan and you're trying to drive in the winter, whatever the, the need is, or you're in the military and you're on the desert. It's just been really cool to see him give something back, and, um, you know, basically, you know, to the people, especially people that serve. That's just been a huge passion of his. And he instilled that in all of us. And, uh, just be able to see it not only affect those people that he initially had the heart for, but just the ripple of like, this product's like so useful for so many people. And that can make such a positive difference, whether it's, again, just because you're out having fun or, you know, God forbid you're in an emergency situation. It's just, just it's just a really cool thing. And he gets to see that now and hopefully one day actually retire. That's her, that's her <laughs> for him, you know, but, you know, he's, he loves what he does. And so we're like, all right. So he gets to come to some of the shows sometimes. And he just loves talking to people. He loves meeting people, hearing their stories. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's what I love so much about my role 
is it's just really about getting to know people and people being people and just yeah yeah, yeah. we got a question oh oh i love questions jason and, and uh, kate from experiencing arkansas want to know what your favorite expo you regularly attend my personal favorite expo is going to be uh mountain west in loveland colorado uh, namely because that is the only one I've been to so far. Um, love Colorado. It's beautiful out there. Um, as far as us as a company, they're just, they're all pretty great. I know my brother loves going to Flagstaff. He loves, he loves Arizona being out there, but man, East coast is great. And what I love about the expos is they're kind of, there's one over here, one over, you know, they're all over. And so you really get the scope of the different subcultures within the larger culture. You know, because your East East Coast crowd's going to have a little different flavor than your Loveland crowd. And, and this past year, they had one up in the Pacific Northwest for the first time. And mm -hmm. it was kind of funny. We were joking about, like, that was, Oregon and Washington were two of the states that we um, sold the most go treads to even before there was an expo there. So we were joking about, do we really need to go? Because everybody in Oregon already has them. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, they enjoyed going to that one. Uh, just It's just a beautiful, beautiful area. Again, beautiful things about all the parts of the country and the expo is just great because you can see a little bit of everything so and you were at more expo yes yeah. uh, that was a great show that was i can't like, i love weird. i love the the the, the flair of the larger shows but there's just something to be said for those smaller community focused ones because you start mm -hmm. seeing those repeat folks and it becomes more of like a reunion um, you see new people and that's awesome, but you get to see returning customers and you see those at the expo too, but love the community feel of the smaller ones. Oh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed more. We were, I think Arla and I were both extremely exhausted by the end of that though. Like there were long days. Yeah, that was, you know, busy. That was busy. It was everybody's very busy. With, you know, come nighttime, everybody's just like, oh. Yeah, good night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. oh yeah. Okay. And you well, went to Rendezvous. In the Ozarks. That was actually the not this past year, but that was the first show that I went to. Well, that was while I was still with Chick Place. That must have been in 2021. Uh, anyway, but that was what my first exposure to the to the expo world was the rendezvous one. So that's always going to hold a, a near and dear place in my heart. And it's Arkansas. So I'm a little yeah. biased there. And this year at Rendezvous, you guys did the mixing of the colors. Yes, the build yes. your own. Uh, that was another, you know, idea that my brother had had originally a few years mm -hmm. ago. Like, you know, what if people, what if we just put a bin out and people, you know, kind of picked whatever parts they wanted to? And at first, yep. we're like, ooh, from a from like an inventory and accounting standpoint, it's like, how are we going to track that? How are we going to ring that up? And so we kind of just tabled that idea. And then it was, oh, was it Big Iron? Amy would know this better than I did. Uh, one of the Big Iron shows. They were uh, working with Blue Land Overland, and uh, Chris had it on his heart to create a custom one for them, so that they could auction it off and and bring in some revenue for the kiddos. And so that's when the first one was officially built, and then that whole idea kind of got rebirthed. And Chris really championed uh, for more people want to do this, and why not do this? And so we finally convinced my dad to like, hey, let's just give it a shot. You know, Rendezvous is a smaller show, a lot of people we know, and we can, you know. Mm -hmm. help if we need to and so we got to kind of play around with that and have some fun yeah i have a nice little set of purple and black yeah. and arla did red and black so we mixed yeah. our colors really nicely yeah. and uh, chris marler and briar were on site to make those yeah yes yes they've been unofficially adopted into the family um so <laughs> pretty much just Amy. 
Um, yeah, yeah, it's just the Marler Pinto is kind of interchangeable at this point. So I think the Marlers have been adopted into all of our families at this point. <laughs> we love them. They're the best. How can you not adopt them? I mean, really. Totally. Amazing. I'm adopting Chris because he likes to cook when we're out camping, and I'm down with that. Right? Those burgers. Like, yeah. The burgers. What? And what's not so well about Amy? I mean, come on, dude. She's, she's just amazing. Don't she's such a good ambassador for Lydia right? Toyotas. And just, I know Amanda's got blue um, and black. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they are the best. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I literally hear him saying that as he types that. That's so right. So they actually came on as one of our sponsors as well. Yeah, from Arlo Equipment. Yeah. Nice. So, for the Rebel Rally. Uh -huh. Yep. Very excited about that. And I saw Tate Davis mentioned that he installed his radio that he won on our raffle. Oh, that's nice. pretty awesome. Yeah. Nice. The sponsor of ours, Shop Overland Apparel, is sponsoring us for Rebel Rally also. Yeah. Overland Spices. So got some great people. I love that. And now that I've, I've been in the been in the crew longer, I know these people you're talking about. It's just great, you know. And I got to go to Oklahoma. Oh shoot! So a couple of weeks ago, Overland was having a grand opening. So I got down. I got got to meet Chase and got to meet Kyle and his family and hang out with some Okies. And then you know down there for the Tulsa Rigs and Coffee with Ashley and Jeff as well. And that was lots nice. of fun. Yeah, I, I think people don't uh, realize how big the Midwest overlanding crew is getting. I think, right? I yeah. think it's pretty yeah. big. Like, you know, we, my husband and I spend a lot of time out West, and you see all the, the people that have been doing it for a long time and all their fancy rigs and all the big names and all that. But I really think that the Midwest is where it's at. Because and where, and you can you go east, tomorrow? west, north, south, whatever, you know. What you doing tomorrow? Me? Yeah. Oh, I am signing on the house. house in what yeah. state? I'm moving to Arkansas. So, Arkansas. yep. Is pick awesome. I said it. I said what I said. I said what I said. That's right. Oh, I only know y'all. Well, Cliffy, you got to come out a little That's more. True. I was like, yeah. I'm like thinking, I was like, I don't think I've. It's one of those things where, like, I'm sure we're on Facebook and I'm sure we like have almost crossed paths, but, but not quite yet. So. Oh yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Yep. She's already here. Huh? Yeah, oh, Anna. Anna. Oh, yeah, Anna. Let's discuss that. Anna? Oh no. I I feared that might come up. So I do would love plan eventually we'll end up in Arkansas. It's just the timeline hasn't worked like I wanted it to. And so I'm still in Kansas for the time being. Okay. Uh not that far. I think I'm a lot. I'll be there next weekend. I mean, you're here as, as, as often as I am, so you might as well. That's what I did. Good point. Good point. Yeah. You know? Well, we're going to take a really quick break and hear from one of our sponsors, and we'll be right back, guys. Do you ever wish your morning coffee was easier to make, yet still tasted great? How frustrating is it when you use a French press and you have to clean it up, or God forbid, you have to drink instant coffee? Wildland Coffee puts delicious, freshly ground coffee into tea bags. You might be thinking, that can't be good. Hear me out though. It tastes just like a French press, but has all the ease of tea. All you need is hot water and you have an amazing cup of coffee with no mess or cleanup. Use code LADYOVERLAND10 to get 10% off your first order at www.wildlandcoffee.co. 
Yay! And they're out of the Pacific Northwest. Speaking of oh, really? PNW, we were talking about earlier. Yeah. They're great. It's a great little company. And they, you know, a lot of people take those that coffee backpacking and hiking and kayaking because it's such a small little footprint. You can use it like a tea bag. It's awesome. So love that stuff. I like pro I like products. And I like building relationships with sponsors when they with things that you actually can use and are beneficial, you know, I mean, that's important. So having a coffee in a tea bag is such a great idea. And it's it's good coffee. So but good question. Uh, oh, yeah. See, yeah. You need to move to Arkansas because we all love your dog. There's always something going on in Jasper. So, okay. Apparently, I'm the yes. new uh, <laughs> visitor guide for Jasper. This weekend, Jasper oh, is having yeah. an all-day um, farmer's market and craft market. and On the square, right? A whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's from like 10 in the morning till like 6 at night. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an all-day thing. Like we've said, my husband and, I, and kids and I are moving to Jasper. So, we're kind of getting to know the community there and getting out there and seeing what, what's going on. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be going to that stuff this weekend. We're very excited about it. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So is Jasper a relatively small town then? I've, I don't think I've ever been there. Okay. It is, um, but it's right, right just north of the Ozarks, wow. Ozark National Forest. And it's beautiful around. There's a lot of scenic mountains and there's a lot of kayaking and camping and hiking and just a lot of outdoor activities there. I think the Arkansas Grand Canyon is there. Yeah. Yep. That's the thing. Yeah, and it's kind of centrally located, so so it's yeah. two hours to um, Little Rock. It's two hours up to yeah. Aaron's shop in Springfield. It's two hours over to see Arlen Tony. Mm -hmm. So we kind of can go wherever we need to go. Love that. That's awesome. But yeah, very excited. Yeah. So I did have a question for you. Have you, um, since you're kind of new yeah. to the off-road and overlanding mm -hmm. world, have you ever experienced any kind of sexism or any issues or anybody giving you a hard time because you're a female representing an off an off road product or a you know that kind of product? I guess it would depend on the context. You know that I've been blessed to really travel with friends, so I get shielded from anything that I might run into if I was by myself or need help. You know, any mm -hmm. type of situation that that might be. Uh, one funny story I can think of is. Um, I don't remember the the whole backstory, but basically the comment was made to me uh, by a man. He he's looking at my truck and he goes, "Why are you driving that? That's a man's rig. It's a man's truck." And I said, "Thank you." Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, so um, I I take I take a lot of pleasure in that experience because again, having not been out out, but still like driving around, it's just the the faces are priceless. I, I really enjoy when I'm driving around and, you know, they're doing the double take because it, you know, it looks awesome. And then, and then they don't know what to do uh, when they realize it's a female driving. Um, it's almost like, I get, a mix. <laughs> I, I, I get a mix of the people who are like quickly look away are the ones that are like gawking. Oh, it's just priceless. I just, I just love it so much. And I don't know if that's because, you know, growing up with three older brothers, I always wanted to be cooler like them. And so it's mm -hmm. just like redemption for me. It's like, finally I've achieved the status of like, yeah, that's right. I, that's right. I'm a badass. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. a girly girl. Like, I do cringe when I hear noises because you know, there's still part of me that's like, oh, my baby. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I can still, I can we, still we all do that. 
Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I think that's been the been the biggest part of that. Honestly, it's probably more of what goes on in my own head about it because I feel intimidated, and there's just those messages that came from who knows where of like, do I really should I really be doing this? And do I really have a place here? And maybe I just need to go like back over into that industry where I belong more. And I think some of that comes from having done one thing for 20 plus years and then jumping over to this other world. There's, there's a lot of like insecurity with that because I, and one of my favorite quotes is be willing to suck at something. If you're trying something new until you get better at it, really loosely paraphrased there. But yeah, I think I get in my own head about it more than I've ever encountered someone externally saying, what are you doing? It's, it's more like, I'm afraid that someone will say that. So I try to like hide or diminish myself because there's so much insecurity about, do I even belong here? Do I even know what I'm doing? And I'm a perfectionist. So when I talk about the technical things of picking a line and, and the one all is failed, send it. Um, I'm like, I don't know what that means. And I don't want to look foolish or stupid or like a girl because I'm not navigating the rocks correctly. And I or wanted- have to be towed out of there. Heaven forbid. Well, well. Uh, but yeah, but you know, honestly, uh, any of the men I've dealt with while in that scenario have been so supportive and so encouraging, and just telling me, you know, it, that's just how you learn. You're gonna, you're gonna bang stuff. You're gonna hear stuff, and it's fine. Just you know, be confident, own it, and go for it. And so I, I would say that my personal experience uh, with men out in this has been really affirmative and, and positive, and it's myself that I'm battling with those, those crazy ideas and, and thoughts and archaic thinking of this isn't my scene. And I, I belong somewhere else, you know? And so it's been a very welcoming community for the people I hang out with anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, both Arla and I have experienced that as well. Your own self doubt, your own, you know, thinking, do I really belong in this community? Do I really, you know, play a valid role? Mm-hmm. Mm. Am I just a poser? Am I doing, you know, what I want to do and learning what I need to learn? And, you know, but that's why I like doing the the camping retreats for women. And I like doing, you know, ride, women's rides and, and women and men rides, because I think the more you do it, the more comfortable you become. And that's the whole goal of this podcast is to show people, hey, we're all doing it. You know, whether we're female or male, we're all getting out there. We're, we're kind of going past our comfort zone and, and doing things and trying new things. Did I think that at 47 and Arla at 29 would be doing a rebel rally this year? No, but we were like, you know what, what the heck? You only live once. It's something that, you know, for her 30th birthday, which is a big milestone birthday plus 20, um, you know, we're, <laughs> we're doing something really cool. And I think it's something that we will definitely remember. And, you know, you just have to be willing to step out of that comfort zone. Well, like for me, whenever um, we got the Jeep, I started off as the driver of the Jeep and we started doing a little bit of stuff to it and whatnot. And I had such bad anxiety, if you will, or just hearing hearing it drag or some sort of noise on on my brand new Jeep. I just, I would just, I would honestly just lose my mind. Tony would just have to take over because I was so freaked out about a scratch or something happening to it. Now I'm kind of like, meh, meh. <laughs> it just, it, it took me a long time to really get past that though. And, right. um, and start driving because it would just freak right. me out. Yeah. Well, and and now she's like, oh, damage, water you know? crossing, just a little puddle. It's fine. Send it. 
Oh, I love, I love going. I love that. Yeah. Well, I definitely, I definitely appreciate you sharing that because you know I look no. at you guys as like professionals, and I'm over here being no, like, "What man. beer do I put it in? What does four low mean?" Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I love what you shared about Tony too. Just you know, whether it is someone you're in a relationship with, or you're friends with, or some random person on the trail, like those people who are in your corner, like Chris Marler, another great example. Because when you were saying how there were moments where you're like, "I, I really just can't do this. Please take over." Um, I tried that with Chris one time. I was like, I, I can't, I, I just can't do this. And he let tell me, he looks me dead in the eye. And he goes, yes, you can. You will. Yeah. You will be fine. I mean, I'm like, yes, yes, sir. And I'm shaking. And I'm like, okay. you know, all the things. Yeah. I'm crying for you right now. And I, and I, and I and after he goes, see, didn't I look right? I said, no. Said, Maybe later this wall, you know, feel redemptive. But, you know, so angry. Because I was stressed and freaked out, yeah. but you know, he just looked at me so dead in the eye, and it wasn't judgmental, it wasn't harsh, it was a little, it was, it was tough love, you know. And it's harder when it's your spouse because there's a little oh, bit of really, yeah, a little bit of for me, I'm a little. <laughs> and he's trying to get me to calm down, like I'm not coming down. Tell me to calm down. <laughs> Lot to learn still. Yeah, Lot he must not know about still. you. Yeah, you must not know. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Really, I mean, I think that my, the biggest anxiety I get when I go out on trails is the fact that my vehicle is my primary vehicle. I don't, ha I don't trailer it there, use it to play, and then take it home with something else. Like that's if I mess that up, that's my vehicle I use to get around with. Yep, you know, right. so that puts a, le a whole level of stress on you. So yeah. I think that was another thing too. Is like I drive this every day to work, and mm -hmm. I don't have anything else. Yeah, yeah. scrape. But I think it's I think it's good that we're doing it anyway. It's good to get out there and learn your vehicle and learn those lines that you want to take right. and figure out what works and what doesn't. So, you know, for the next time and, yeah. you yeah. know, you know, and even as a relationally driven person and, you know, my personification of my truck as like my literal baby, I feel like it's really deep in my relationship with her too. You, you mentioned like getting to know your truck, know your vehicle, know what it can do. And, and there is a feel to it. And I love that piece of it because in a way it's a relationship, you know, doesn't yeah. talk back, doesn't mind of its own, but it's an extension of yourself. So maybe I'm really saying it's a relationship with yourself that you're further exploring and recognizing your new, anyway, we could get super philosophical there. Wow. That but was really deep. I have to hold on a minute. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> um, it's all about discovery. Like it's adventure, it's fun, yep. it's adrenaline, but even more than that, it's discovery. You're learning, you're challenging, you're growing, it's uncomfortable, you get angry, you're stressed, but there's still yeah. a reward at the end of it. And it's another another funny thing when we're on that uh, the lady veteran ride and uh, James was telling me, he's like, afterwards, it was another one of the situations where someone told me just to suck it up, princess, you got this. And I did. He's been at that too. And he goes, yeah, but but don't you feel the reward that, you know, that you did this? I was like, no, I don't feel any kind of payoff because I'm still mad, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so there's a lot of feels, a lot of feels with this. But at the same time, it's kind of like, it's it's a, it's a good outlet for if you're feeling some pent up frustration and you just need to like release something. It's a good cleansing of, of the palette of emotions as well. So. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can go out there and scream and lose your, you know, what on the trail and you know, take a deep breath, get back in your rig and move forward and be like, Oh, I needed that. You know, breathing, breathing. So huge. Yes. Sometimes you forget to breathe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for real. So, 
What what we got? Uh, Amy said we all started somewhere. We all had a first experience. That's true. All true. You know, you'll build your confidence. The yeah, more you well. do it, I don't think he meant to say encryption, but yes, it will build your confidence the more yeah. you do it for sure. And that, yeah. again, that's building confidence, improving your communication skills, kind of pushing that envelope and trying new things. That's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. So definitely. Yeah. So my next question for you is, give me an example of something you consider your greatest accomplishment so far in life. Like, what do you feel like, wow, I cannot believe that I achieved that. Right. Oh, man. You know, it's it's kind of funny because I look I look at my life as, as having a lot of uh, phases or chapters, maybe mm -hmm. sections. I don't know, maybe I'm a trilogy. And I, I think <laughs> back to, you know, early in life, I was always super like a go-getter and I was always reading and, and wanting to learn leadership and do all the things and a lot of encouragement for my parents to explore that and, and find my passion, uh, what I want to do with life and how to make the world better. And so I actually owned a restaurant, a uh, very, soon out of high school of all things and enjoyed um the 15 minutes of fame i call it because i was young dumb and passionate you can do a lot of things when you're those three things yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. but with support because i think the theme of my life has been it is the people that have been uh, my community and my support whether that be family in that first phase because kind of the only people in my life at that point or, you know, friends. And it's just, it's always, it's always about the people that have encouraged you to get there. And I see, I see overlanding and off-roading as, as another piece of that, but it's really interesting because when I was 18, 19 years old, like, you know, believe in me and I'm going to go for it. And I never even questioned it. I just jumped, you know, I was the send it girl. I was all about like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. You know, but it's funny how life starts to knock you down and you start now you've got a lot of this weight to carry of, of griefs, of losses, of heartbreaks, of disappointments. Of, you know, for me, I had the 15 minutes of fame, had a restaurant. Oh, look at me. Um, and that was awesome for that time. I, you know, got to influence some people, which was ultimately a greater reward. And then through a series of events, um, lost the restaurant, ended up going through a terrible relationship breakup and all of the things. You know, you know when you just have the, the country song of everything going wrong, including your dog being hit by a car. Can we oh. talk about that? I know, right? So I'm like, well, how old is I? 27 and life was over, you know, because I'm like, that's it. That's it. I'm done. I, I know, peaked. That's it. Yeah. I can't. I'm just going to live life. And and then I found Chick-fil-A. Uh, true story. Um, and I ended up kind of being in that comfort zone of, I know I know food and I know people. And Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. Who doesn't love that? Um, so I started don't airing love that. that. Right? Arla doesn't love that. Clear, I always crave Chick-fil-A on Sunday. On Sunday. You're like, Dang. okay, that's fair. But yeah, it's, I love, I love it. <laughs> it's true. And so I kind of continue that same theme of, of restaurants. I know this, I can do this again, just different people supporting me through that. And then now with this most recent transition, uh, starting over, learning something new, but with wisdom, but also a lot less like fire and passion because so much of the hard stuff of life diminished that. So if yeah. I were to say, to summarize that, what's my greatest accomplishment is I guess somewhere deep within here, there's been a perseverance and a grit. And, and, and after getting knocked down so many times, I didn't jump right back. I jump up a lot slower than I used to. Same, uh, girl. Same. But just girl. like, man, like I don't get it. And this really sucks. <laughs> uh, but I'm not going to quit because that's just. 
it's not my cup. There've been so many times where quitting was just like the, it just, the sweet release, right? We think in our minds that like, it's just, it's too much and I can't, mm-hmm. and it's just about take the next rock. And, and one thing, a, a theme I've heard a lot as I've learned how to navigate literal rocks. Um, and Amanda was actually the person who said it to me first. She said, you know, if you just need a pause and you need to breathe, do it. Do what you need to do. Don't push yourself so hard and don't be afraid to ask for help. And kind of what Chad was saying earlier, like ask mm-hmm. questions. And that's yeah. so hard for me because as I look back through my life, being so misindependent and look at me own a restaurant and those were all valid things, but I did all of that with this idea yeah. that I did that. And so as I've gone through life, I've learned that it isn't just about you doing you and being independent. We're not made that way. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's great to stand on your two feet, but we need people, we need support and we need community. So my greatest accomplishment in life is learning the lesson that it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to receive help and share that experience. Like there's nothing to prove here. Just discover Absolutely. who you are. It's going to be messy. It's going to be ugly. You're probably going to want to quit every other day. Um, <laughs> yeah. but there are people that are going to say, you can do this. You got this. And yeah, been, it's been huge because honestly, that's gotten kind of harder as I've gotten older. Um, but I see the need for it in a different way than I ever did before, because now I don't have all the fire and passion that I can just muscle through things. I really do need to rely on people. Yeah. And that's been it's been a really helpful, awful, painful, gloriously messy lesson to learn. So people, but it's a great they lesson can to learn. You got to yeah. you got to have some people. You got to have, have a tribe to lean on for sure. That's right. Tony said he had Chick-fil-A today for lunch. I'm a little grumpy with him right now. Actually, Uh-oh. I had it yesterday. <laughs> what the cuss, man? Hey, he's always got to fall back on. And that's what I love about Chick-fil-A. It's everywhere. So it's like a home away from home. So when I need to touch back to something that feels like, you know, lovey, I go there. Plus, it's delicious. It's I mean, delicious. I mean, it's just great. Stuff, for sure. Yeah. Amanda said, yes, take a break when needed. It's okay. Yes, girl. Yes, and I think well. Amanda probably feels similar to the way I do from being from a military background. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the feeling like you have to prove something you put on yourself, especially when you're a female yeah. in the military and you have to get out of that mindset. You, do, you don't have anything to prove to anybody. You don't have to succeed at every single thing you do. You're going to fail sometimes. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to break something on your rig. You're going to take the wrong line. You're going to do something goofy and stupid and you just have mm-hmm. to kind of roll with it and move forward, you know? So. For sure. Look, <laughs> sorry, I'm reading the comments. Yeah, <laughs> They're talking about DoorDash. I'm like, who is this guy? I didn't even know he knew how to DoorDash. DoorDash. Tony okay, knows how to DoorDash. Yes. <laughs> he says he's his own DoorDash. Well, Chad lives in the middle of nowhere. Not going to oh. lie. I ain't going to have DoorDash where I live now. And you ain't either, Jasper. Nope. But I did eat at the Ozark Cafe this weekend in Jasper, and that was delicious. Nice. So, that is it. Yeah. It's so cute. Pretty good. I yeah. swear. Very friendly people. Good time. So do you have any plans on the horizon for 2023? Are you going to do some more shows? Are you going to do a little bit of traveling? What's your plans? That's a great question. I'm not going to lie. I'm definitely in this season of coming through a big year of transitions and just figuring out everything we just talked about. You know, it doesn't sound beautiful, right? I wish I could really share with you the 10 months that led up to that statement because man, that was ugly. Um, So (laughs) 
<laughs> um, honestly, I've just been kind of like, what am I doing tomorrow? Um, so people say 2023, I'm like, say what? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's December. Um, yeah, it's so, coming up. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll just kind of see what happens. I, I've never been a, a resolution maker or really actually have been a plan maker, but I'm really trying to embrace this, like, let go of the need to have a plan and go a hundred miles an hour to get there and just see how life unfolds. And that's super anxiety producing, might I add. Uh, but as far as the business goes, yeah, we've got our, our regular shows on the, on the docket. We're going to do the, the Overland Expo shows more, just the traditional shows. We're probably going to stick with those. We're not looking to expand on a lot of shows uh, quite yeah. yet this next year. Um, just really kind of continuing to build on the communities uh, within those shows we've already done, getting to touch right. back with our re revisiting customers and, and then all that other stuff and um, kind of just see where things go from there. I know we're looking to do a lot more just with content, whether it be podcasts or resources uh, for our customers. We've gotten a lot of uh, feedback that like they have questions like, you know, just or videos like I want to see how to use it. I how to. Learn. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And then. Lot mostly recently, and you know, as folks have kind of uncovered this uh, modularity of GoTreads, where you can add panels, make them as long as you want. We've got a lot of people asking, like, how many panels can I get? And so we're looking to kind of just really open up the, the the world for folks on what not only the product offers, but how you can make it your own, uh, whether it be different colors or extra panels, just all the things, and really just kind of like build the community of our of our GoTreads family within the extended family of folks who already have the product. Like we don't yeah. want to neglect them because we don't want yeah. to just be all about the next sale and the new customer. We love them and we want them. And yes, it's always going to be focused. We are a business, but really want to kind of also dial into those folks who've been loyal customers who are, you know, maybe only used it once or twice or maybe have used it a hundred times. Like how can we continue to stay in touch with you? enrich your life, uh, really just allow people to kind of innovate and see how the product can work even better for them. Because maybe they're like me and they had the product for a really long time and never really used it for traction because I've avoided situations like that. You know, just really kind of growing the community within, within the GoTreads family as well. So people... Yeah, cr yeah Chris is bragging that he has the biggest set of GoTreads. I see. Uh -huh. Sure, Chris. That's yep. what they all say. <laughs> and Tracy asked Briggs and Coffee in Little Rock next weekend. Is that your plan? Um, okay, I'm not gonna lie, I've been on the fence about it because I I don't have a good reason. I've just been on the fence about it. Um so yes, I'll be there. This is me officially committing to the whole world on 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 this that yes, I'll be there. Um, because I know it would be good for me. There's a lot of people there that are my tribe that would be really good to see them again. So Yes, I'm going to be in Little Rock next weekend. Awesome. Boom, there you have it. Go tread go. in the house in the LR. You yeah. heard it here first, folks. You heard it here. Yes. yes. Big announcement, bro. Big announcement. That's right. We had the scoop. The um, stuff. Pats <laughs> Off-Road says flat bags that fit under the back seat. True. Uh -huh. Multiple function. Oh, Amy's excited. Yeah. She's coming to see Prussian, not you, Amy. I oh, love being yeah. at the farm. All the animals love them. Oh, but yeah. Oh, you got them fired up now. Uh oh, yeah. they're all excited now, girl. Where's you're you're committed. You don't say nothing about that. Love these folks. Love these folks. Just amazing. And I know, I know that's not. I know we have a pretty cool, unique crowd in Arkansas, and I'll always be biased and say that. But I have no doubt that there's a lot of communities within this larger community that had that same type of kinship. And you know, we're messy, we're ugly, we don't always get along, but we're family, right? And 
real and that's what family that's does. Yeah, exactly. That's just what my family does. I mean, we're very dysfunctional. It's fine. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm perfect. Hello. Uh, no. Oh, that's okay. That's a no, that's a whole other podcast we'll talk about some other time. No, but uh, speaking of shows, we will be we or I or both of us one of our, one or both of us will be at Expo West doing a oh, ladies yes. um, a ladies class. Nice. It will be at the Southeast Overland Expo, and we will also be at More Expo doing a ladies wow. class. So. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. That's exciting. Very excited about that. We will miss Rito this year. Sad about that. But that yeah. is during the um the rally. The rally. Chris yeah. Marler, I will drive down and smack you, bro. She will too. <laughs> you owe me hibachi just for saying that. Uh-oh. Huh. Now you did it. Now you did it. Feed me and I'm happy. Well, we had a great time with you tonight, and we really, really appreciated you being on the show. We love you to death. You guys can't wait to wheel and camp with you again. Hopefully, Let's very go. soon. Yes. Let's go. And I'll, you know, ask more questions and take more breaths. And um, thank you for uh, just y'all are amazing. Just such an inspiration to me. You know, thank you. you know, I just I respect you guys, and I just love getting to know you and hear your stories and uh, learn from you. It's been awesome. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. Amy says she'll be cheering us on from Rito. Awesome. Bye, Aaron. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and have a Bye. wonderful night. Sounds good. Bye. Peace.